Hello, colleagues, and welcome to another Five for Friday episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Today's shout out goes to Caitlin and the whole team at EB Academics. Caitlin was kind enough to interview me on episode 243 of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin's a wonderful interviewer, and we had a powerful conversation about the four essentials your support network, a healthy morning routine, the transition from work, and reflection. I'll put a link to the show notes. And again, Caitlin, thanks for a wonderful discussion. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. We are all on a leadership journey. Every day, we have a chance to grow. Every day, we have a chance to help others grow. My goal and the goal of this podcast is to help you grow into being a strategic leader, a leader who puts people before purpose, who solves problems instead of treating symptoms, and who understands the difference between progress and action. Through this podcast, my daily email and virtual programs, I'm working to build a network of inspired and inspiring school leaders. Let's get started on today's adventure and this unique opportunity to learn to live and lead better. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of September 11th through 15th, 2023. After several weeks of themed messages, I was back to my more usual pattern of diverse thoughts. Maybe this is a good time to provide a peek into my processes. When I began the daily email in April 2020 and through 2021, I wrote a daily message whenever it came to me. In 2022, I began writing a week at a time, which led to an increased number of themed weeks. Now, as this school year kicks off, I've booked time every Monday to do the following week's emails so that we can get further out in case there's an issue and also to give Mara more time as her schedule has become more intense. These changes have led to more themed weeks as it's easier to write five messages around a central theme. It also makes for an easier podcast episode, but I do miss capturing an idea that I get during the week and expanding it into a meaningful leadership lesson and intention. Over the past two weeks, I had multiple things stimulate thoughts, and I was able to plan ahead and come up with this week's random thoughts. The fun thing about doing it this way is that when I record the podcast, I challenge myself to find a central theme or message, and oftentimes there's something unexpected that pops up. Okay, let's roll through this week's messages. On Monday, I shared about a request I sent out to some people on LinkedIn. I was looking for tips and stories related to growing veteran teachers, and what I wanted people to do was to reply to my message and share something, but I had a number of people that just responded with, yes, and absolutely, but not sharing any content. Has this ever happened to you? Have you sent out a message or had a conversation with somebody where you thought you were asking for something and you didn't get it? But then in retrospect, you realize that your message wasn't clear. And that's the point. Oftentimes we think we're asking for one thing, but what people hear is something else. So when that communication breaks down, the place to start is not with the other person, 
but to start with ourselves and think about the other ways that we could communicate that message. If you listen to Tuesday's podcast, then you already know that it was all about culture, specifically classroom culture. Now, usually when I talk about culture, I talk about it in the context of the six dimensions of organizations. And in this model, where we start with people, because people are the purpose, and then we look at purpose, structures, and resources, and then we throw in external forces, all of those things interact and serve to influence the degree to which the organization is aligned. And that alignment can be expressed as the internal forces in the organization, or in other words, school culture. On the day that I'm writing and recording this episode, I'll be doing a training with 30 intern teachers at Western Carolina University, and the focus of the training is building classroom culture. In talking about classroom culture, we look at three building blocks, relationships, classroom management, and safety. And I've tried to challenge myself to align this these concept of culture from the six dimensions to building classroom culture for teachers. It seems like they should be in alignment. And I haven't really figured it out yet, except that the central theme remains people. So the takeaway there is that if we want to build a more positive school culture, the place we need to begin is with our people. On Wednesday, I shared something my friend Danny Bauer had posted on LinkedIn. And remember, Danny Bauer was our guest back on episode 105 of the Assistant Principal Podcast, where we discussed some not controversial, but maybe contrarian viewpoints about what's important. So if you like that kind of stuff, go ahead and listen to 105. But Danny posted a LinkedIn message that really has resonated with me, and I just thought it was so powerful. I'll include a link in the show notes. You should definitely go read it for yourself. Basically, the gist was this. It's not hard work that separates good from great leaders. At high levels, everyone is working hard. Everyone listening to this podcast is working hard. So talking about how hard we work as kind of a a badge of honor or a way that defines us doesn't separate us from anything else. The separator between good and great is recovery. I love this post because it flips the narrative. It flips the narrative from us saying, oh, I work so hard to, oh, I attend to my recovery. And that seems to be a much better thing to celebrate than simply working hard. And for me, that recovery begins with the four essentials that I've been talking about for the last two months, I think. First, leveraging your support network. Second, executing healthy morning routines, third, intentionally transitioning from work to home, and fourth, building reflection time into your schedule. It's those kinds of practices, not working hard, that is going to take us to that next level of leadership. And the intention I left with was, if you aren't investing in your recovery, what's stopping you? On Thursday, I shared how my cousin George writes a weekly recap of what's happened in his life, and he shares that with the family via an email. 
and he always begins the letter with a quote from his uncle's diary. And last week, the quote was from a day in 1953. It went like this. Everything is the same at the office with the rut growing deeper and deeper as time goes by. Thus, I presume I am fast becoming a good bank employee. Now, I reacted emotionally to this excerpt, but I wasn't exactly sure why. So I just grabbed it and pasted it into my daily email, knowing I would come back and look at it. And as I reread it, it struck me that it was just such a sad state of affairs, but it was one that is all too common. You work in a system, and that system expects you to do certain things in certain ways. And some systems can be very confining or prescriptive. When we work in these systems, we ourselves then become prescriptive and we respond to things via formula. And I think one of the things that illustrates this the most is our response to safety or discipline events. When a student does X and we check the policy and we implement Y as a punishment. And the problem is that a lot of times the punishment isn't actually a punishment. Because remember, by definition, a punishment decreases the likelihood of the behavior occurring again. So if we have kids that are tardy from class over and over and over, and our response is to give them detention, that's not really a punishment because it's not decreasing the behavior, but it is a prescriptive approach. So what would happen if we stopped being prescriptive? If we climbed out of that rut? What if we put people first and then we shape the system around them? So if that kid's late to class continually, we need to find out why, what's happening. And then we need to form our actions around the things that will actually support that student and help them get to class on time. So this message was a good excuse or prompt to check in with yourself and ask, are you in a rut? And if you are, maybe think about leveraging your power and creativity and put people first. On Friday, I shared how my computer was starting to bog down a little bit. I was running out of memory on my hard drive. So I began digging and looking for what was taking up all that space. And I found that I had 101 gigabytes, not megabytes, gigabytes taken up by over 3000 podcast downloads. Now I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I don't think I've listened to 3000. I don't know how they all got there, but there were so many that they were starting to impact my computer. And this got me thinking, how many old podcasts am I carrying around in my brain or in my heart? And by podcasts, I mean the stories and experiences that I don't need, that don't serve me and maybe even harm me. I wish I could just drag all these things out and put them in the trash and hit delete, but we know it doesn't work that way. But the good news is that the step, the first step to letting go of all the garbage that's in our heads and in our hearts is to actually become aware of them. And so you can imagine the reflection that that leads to for Friday, thinking about what stories you're holding on to about yourself or maybe about others, stories that limit or cause you to doubt yourself. We can also take that to the organizational level. What things is your school doing that no longer serve its purpose or distract from the truly meaningful work?
is there a central theme in these messages? Remember, I didn't plan a theme this week, but what emerges as I write this script is the importance of beginning with ourselves. And it may sound selfish at first, especially as much as I advocate that people are the purpose, but you can't take care of others without taking care of yourself. This week, you received five lessons about caring for yourself. When breakdowns occur, pause and reflect. Check your purpose as a first step to checking your school culture. As part of working hard, attend to your own recovery. That's where you'll nurture greatness. Tap your creativity and avoid prescription. Avoid the rut-inducing approach to leadership. And finally, clean out the mental clutter, which takes up space without serving you. So this weekend, take care of yourself. Engage in recovery that feeds your soul. That is this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Thank you for including me on your leadership journey. You can learn more about what I do on my website at frederickbuskey.com. Please remember to subscribe and rate this podcast. Rating the show helps others find it. And if you want to be a super fan, consider leaving a review. Again, you'll be helping others find the show and you'll make me smile. And maybe you'll even find yourself getting a shout out at the top of the episode. I'm Frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Cheers. (music) 